Welcome to episode 24 of Q the Duck Boats podcast. We have a very special one for you guys today. In a few minutes, I'm going to bring on our interview with Marina Marr of Barstool Sports, and it was a lot of fun. Kev, do you have a good time with that? Oh, it was an amazing experience. Uh, yeah. I was the nicest person ever. Yeah, super nice, and honestly gave us some like great advice on like how to build this even further and things like that. Super humble too. We kept, um, we definitely like kept bragging about her, I guess. And she was, you could tell that she was just trying to like put it on to other people who helped her get to the point she's at. So it was definitely a great interview. But Kevin, episode twenty-four, gave us a famous number twenty-four. The one and only Kobe. That's fair. Rest in peace, Kobe. Also, if we're going hockey, Chris Jelios. But honestly, let's just stop talking and let's get us to this interview because it was it was such a great time. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. And now we're bringing on special guest Marina Maher of Barstool Sports. How you doing today, Marina? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. How are you guys doing? Doing really good. Kev, how was work today, buddy? Uh, work was same old. Same Nothing old? new. It's just a slow day at the airport. That's good. <laughs> Kevin works for TSA, so. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> sure people important. love you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, especially come <laughs> the summertime here in Nantucket. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. my God. Just deals with deals with problems all day. I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's like an actual nightmare to me. Like imagine you having to deal with people every day who are traveling. Like think about when you get to the airport, right? Like the last thing you want to do is go through TSA and deal with people, and that's what he gets every day. <laughs> oh, he yelled at, cursed that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't. I can't even like that. That that's that's quite a job. Like that's I. I. It's just I think it's the amount of people that you see would yeah. be. Like it, it's not like it's a couple of people. Like you see these masses, masses of people, and they're all an asshole to you. So it's like, what do you even do? Like right. I can't even imagine it now. It's awful. Like people's worst days. Like they're flying you to a funeral. Yeah. And they're just all that built up rage and everything, and just they unleash it on you. It's and you're all like, your fault, no matter what's going on. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I'm sorry you can't have your water bottle. It's five ounces. <laughs> Especially that's like what, today. That does annoy me. That yeah, that is super annoying. Actually, that is. So I hope they change that one day because it's just like, let me just bring my water bottle. Like I'll prove it's not alcohol. Like just let me bring my water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 100%. Especially in like today's virtual world where like, I mean, for me, I'm an insurance adjuster. I went from like being in the office every day to now I go in like every other week and before it was not at all. So our social skills just dwindle and now people are getting yeah. on airplanes and they're angry. Oh, God. But I think, yeah, I think like this entire pandemic, people like lost their minds and like coming back into society, like everyone just like hates everybody. Like it, yeah. it's crazy. And I feel like we all kind of like we we wanted to hate everyone, and now it's just like now it's just like socially acceptable too. Yeah. <laughs> at the same point. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into some questions here for you that that definitely like we have like we're both huge fans of you and your show, and then I mean pretty much just Barcelona in general. So like first, how did your Bruins fandom start? Um. Wow. Seven o'clock. Nice alarm. Oh, um, I love that. Well, it really started with my dad. Like we were a big hockey family. My my brother played hockey growing up. Um, so I was kind of a rink rat in that sense. Like I was just always dragged along to the rink. Um, I'm from Connecticut and the Hartford Whalers left when I was like two or three. Um, I think so like my first game wasn't even a Bruins game. It was a Hartford Whalers game. Uh, funny enough when I was a baby, but, um, yeah, I, I owe everything to my dad. Um, just growing up watching games with him fell in love with it. I played for a little bit and then I switched to lacrosse in high school. So it's just something that I've always been around. Um, and with family, I feel like that's kind of how it always happens, right? Like 
Yeah, I mean, that's mine. That's yeah, my, like, my story is the exact same. Your dad, your brother, it's a friend. Yeah, you know? I grew so up watching my dad. Exactly. So I think that's what's so special about it. Especially when I go home now, too. It's just like being able to watch a game with my dad is so special now. Um, uh, 100%. It's, it's great. So, yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. And I think my story is similar to a lot of people's where, you know, family member, friends, someone ropes you in and you're in for the long haul. Yep. And then you just fall in love with this game. I mean, that's how, I mean, that's how it was for me. I grew up with my dad being a Bruins fan. He was a diehard fan. So was my mom. And I, they always say like, as a baby, it was the only thing that got me to like, stop crying or just be quiet. <laughs> I would sit there and just watch the game. And then I, I played too, so like through high school. So it's kind of brought it, brought it yeah, in all full circle. Yeah, I think like being around it, like watching my brother play when I was super little, it, it, you just always wanted to be around it. You always wanted a stick in your hand. You always wanted to watch and that kind of stuff. So I think it. I think it's super cool whenever people have stories like this because um, it makes you appreciate it now, right? Like when I go home, where it's like I can watch a game with my dad. Like that's awesome. Like I wouldn't have appreciated that like ten years ago. Of course not. Like you take it. You take all that stuff so for granted. Like trust me, oh, I know really? that. And I look at it now. It's like I love like going to my dad's house for like a weekend game and just maybe we'll golf in the morning and then watch a bees game after. And it's like this right. is so awesome that you get to like yeah. build that relationship through hockey. That's what hockey does. Like that's what makes hockey to me the best sport in the world because you play football, you play basketball, things like that. It, it's a sport, right? Hockey's a family. Like the whole the whole hockey culture is a family. That's kind of like how it's driven. So I, that's always something that I've loved about the game. And it's always like, uh, you know, someone who knows someone else who like also plays. Yeah. And so you make connections that way. So, yeah, it's just like you said, it's, it's one big, you know, family. Definitely. Let's get into some things about your career. So like I this is funny enough. Like so I used to like watch the weekend at Bergie's YouTube videos and things like that in high school because I was like in 2014, <laughs> I was a senior in high school. So like that's like I always used to watch like the videos and read the blog and things like that. And I did not know the connection of you and like Barstool when you first started till like a few years in. And I was like, wait, what? Like when I put all those pieces together, yeah. because like, yeah, I just didn't what, know. Yeah. First of all, thank you. Second of all, it makes me proud. Um, and that's what's so like funny your videos about. were sick. Like they were just sick videos that's that I used to watch. <laughs> and like my friends watched and it's like, yeah. it's just crazy. That's what's so funny about this whole thing is, is because when I ran weekend at Bergies, which was like a Bruins blog, um, you know, right when I got out of, I was, I think a freshman or sophomore in college. Um, I didn't put my name on it. Like no one know, no one really knew who it was outside of like close friends. And like some people kind of figured it out. Um, but I purposely didn't put a name on it. And I just wanted it to grow, wanted it to grow, you know, wanted as many people to get eyes on it. And so it kind of fell in Dave Portnoy's lap. And it's crazy that something like that you know, jumpstarted my career, you know, anonymously, weirdly enough. So um, when I had my first call with Dave, he had no idea I was a woman. Like he had no idea who he was going to talk to. He, he was awesome. just like, all right, like you're a college kid. Um, like I gave him some details, like I was in college, yada, yada, yada. And then we had our first call and hit it off. And so it's just, it's just funny uh, what can catapult your career. Um, because when I started Weekend at Burgies, I had no idea where it was going to take me. I had no idea it would lead to a dream job like at Barstool. So I kind of got lucky in a sense. Um, I think it's very hard to replicate that career path yeah, nowadays, of course. Um, like my specific career path. But I think it's great that people 
you know, they can start on Twitter, they can build a following and they can land a job and like do something with their career. So it's been such a blessing for me. Um, but yeah, I got, I got, I, I, I say I got lucky. So that's pretty yeah, much I mean, well, it was, it was good content too. And like that, but back then, right. If you go back to the, that time, content just wasn't as good, especially not around the Bruins. Like now it's hard to break in the Bruins market and do good content. Cause there's so many people who do it. And that's why it's like, we were looking to be like a Bruins podcast. Right. And now I'm like, we, I think I want to pivot more into interviews and things like that to try to grow it in that way, because it, it's tough to just do better Bruins coverage than so many of the people who are out there who I think are great. Like Ty Anderson, great. Connor Ryan, great. Matt Porter, good. They all do such good, like good Bruins coverage. Like you do great Bruins coverage. Everyone does. So like, it's hard to, you have to somehow differentiate yourself now. Right. So like, that's what, I mean, that's what we're going to try to, I guess, mold and figure out what to do you know, yeah. in that regard. My I mean, next question for you was, how'd you, you get found to... up by Barstool? But you told us Dave found you. <laughs> Uh, you don't have to pump Ty Anderson's tires too much, but um, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what's so crazy, and that's kind of why I started. Is, is I like, like there are only a couple beat writers, and it just like wasn't fun. Like I, Twitter is such a cesspool sometimes, oh, and like this is my favorite team. Like I don't want to complain about them all the time. Like I want to like you know enjoy, make fun of them, like laugh with them, you know, pump their tires, so to speak. So that's kind of like why I started. And why I thought, you know, Weekend at Bergie's grew and, you know, what I'm doing now um, has helped. But, yeah, I think the more you can do, the better off you are going to be. Like, if you're just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to talk about the Bruins and nothing else. Like, you know, it can can only get you, you know, so far. Like, I think, like, um, you know, you could do so much if you open up. Like, the Bruins just happen to be, like, my niche. I'm just all about the Bruins and, and whatnot. But, like, I like Marvel movies. Like, I like whatever. And so I'm starting to put more of that out on Twitter. Because the more you can do, the more people, you know, come into your community. And the more people, more followers you get. So, yeah, I think I think it's a great idea to just, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And keep, you know, just trying to get eyeballs is, is really what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. And that, that's the biggest thing. Like, luckily for us, like we have the like inside the ring platform, which is the website like we're with and Kev writes nonstop and puts our articles, puts our podcast in his articles. So it's a way to get like more views. So I think that's something that definitely has like helped us grow. But yeah, I, I like, I a hundred percent agree with you. It's just like talking more, I think about like life and other things you like, just help broaden your audience. Yeah. Because so sometimes how- like if sometimes, you know, some person likes another topic, you can still bring them in with like, Hey, here like i'm talking about the bruins and this stuff but they might they might be like oh well i like your other stuff so i'm i'm gonna read this and do this and i also think too like when i started weekend at burgies there was like 10 followers like i think a lot of people give up because the views aren't there or the clicks aren't there but i think you know if you can continue to hammer it out and like continue to just do it every day even though it's a grind like the better off you're gonna be yeah, and and I think having fun with it too. Like that's yeah. what I always say to Kevin. It's like we like if we're not having fun, then there's no point in doing this. Right. Like right now, this isn't our jobs. You know what I mean? Like this is just for fun, and we hope to one day make it our jobs. So, right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but it's going good. We're having fun. Hey, we got you on here, so we're doing something <laughs> right, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the more you can like, and and that's and to go back, like that's why I start. Like I want to have fun on Twitter, right? Yeah. Like that's why I started this. And it catapulted me into this incredible career at Barstool. So, you know, I'm thankful for that. And I think the more you have fun with it, the less jobby it feels, you know, like it is my job, but it doesn't feel like my job. 
And I think that's what everyone kind of should aspire to. That's the dream, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Um, how does it feel to be like, I know, I don't, I don't know you probably, you're kind of self-deprecating, so you probably don't want me to pump your tires too much, but like, <laughs> how does it feel to be like one of the leading females in the Bruins social media, like scene? That is like, super cool. And it's like Bruins fans know who you are. It's, it's that simple. It's, it's starting to get weird, like going to games and like, I'll just be with my husband and like people coming up and asking photos. Like that's, that has become yeah. weird to me. That's like, it doesn't like internet and real life mixing. It doesn't feel real. So that's been super cool, super humbling. Um, but yeah, like you said, being a woman and being on Twitter and talking about sports, like, you know, like 10, 15 years ago, even now, like, is like people look down upon it. Um, Which is bullshit. Then, and it's why I didn't put my name on Weekend at Birdies to begin with. And now I couldn't be prouder, you know, of my content and my job and all of this. And it's a huge testament to Barstool for believing in me, first and foremost. Uh, but yeah, uh, totally. Like, it's super humbling and it's super cool. Um, it could, because it really shouldn't matter, like, what gender you are, what race no, you are, and no. all this stuff. And like, we all like, like the same things and we all want to talk about the same things. So, yeah. And that's where it's like the whole the narrative, right? That everyone says with Barstool. Like, it drives me insane because the amount of people that, like, Dave and Erica, who are females, have empowered and put into these roles and they've shined is crazy. Like you don't see half these companies that complain about Barstool doing any of those things, but right. we don't need to get into that today. I know you <laughs> probably have had that conversation a thousand times, but it drives me crazy. You can go back through my tweets and see how much I support Dave, obviously. It's but just it's just funny. like, it's, driving it's, me crazy. Just like, it's so funny to me that people tell me how I should feel working somewhere. It's ridiculous. Like, I work, like, I know, like I have my own feelings. I know how I yeah. can feel like, um, they just want, they, they already have like a narrative in their mind. And if you don't match that, like, like it, it's, it's their way, the highway. So it's crazy. That's just today's society though. Yeah. Kev, you have any questions for her? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what, what's your favorite career accomplishment so far? I, it's so hard to say because I feel like it's, I've been there five, six years and I still feel like there's so much room to grow. Um, Going to the 2019 Cup Final and doing radio there was a super cool moment for me. Like, I didn't need to be there what like at all. Like, um, having Dave, you know, bring me along for that was super, super cool. Um, so it's just, like, little stuff like that. Um, some blogs that do well, like, I'm very proud of, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. So it's still, like, I, I still have room to grow. I can, I know I can get bigger and do whatever. Um, I one day would love to have a Bruins podcast presented by Barstool Sports, uh, working on that currently, but I think, I think it's something in the future. Like, you know how Tom Brady's always like, you know, my favorite Super Bowl is next. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. So that was one of my like last questions for you. So I'll do it right now. Why is Marina's Morning Skate not a Barstool podcast? <laughs> and when can we expect more episodes? It's one of I my favorite pods. And like, I'm like, what? Is, like, how is it not a Barstool podcast? I got to annoy Ty to do it with me more. And it's, yeah. it's more on me than anything else. Um, it's super hard doing a podcast by yourself, first and foremost. Oh, oh, so yeah. it's hard to have like Chicklet, like Grinnell and RA, you know, they're the Bruins fans of Chicklets and Feidelberg has his own thing going on. Yeah. So it's more like me not wanting to bother anybody. Um, but I'm working towards it. And hopefully one day that that'll be, I mean, that's like the dream, right? Like 
that that nothing would be cooler than that. So I mean, it'll it'll work. I when you get it all together, if you if it's right. you and any of the people you just listed from Ty Feidelberg or Agronelli, any of them, it's going to work. Like you right. know but that, I so do, it's just getting yeah. it set up. So I, guess, I right? do half my job is social media, so yeah. it's like if this was my full time brewing oh, stuff, I think I would you know I'd be a little more. Yeah. I just got to get my shit together. Is really what it comes down. <laughs> yeah. Do you? You used to run Chicklet Socials, correct? Or do you yes, still? I have not done that since Biz came on. Yeah. But that's, that's so when I got hired, you know, Dave was like, obviously, like you do hockey. Um, yeah. So I, I ran that for a bit. And they're unbelievable people. It's crazy what it's become. It's insane. Um, I listened it, to it on SoundCloud, like yeah, where it was just yeah, RA exactly. and, and Wit. I found them because of their McAvoy interview. I remember yeah. I saw it and I was like, oh, what's this? And then I started listening and I was like, I've been along for the whole ride kind of as a fan. That was it's, my original like dream to do a podcast was listening to that. So Totally. Yeah. It, it's crazy what it's become. And it's such a testament to Biz and Wit and all those guys because they're they're just so, they're just like great people and they're great people to hang out with and to talk to. And like, it's no wonder that it's gotten so huge and I think it's only going to continue to grow. And so I, I couldn't be happier for them. But yeah, I when I first started at Barstool, I was doing like golf. Like they, they threw a bunch of odd jobs at me running social. I did golf. I did chicklets. I ran like a cute animal account page. Kind of, <laughs> I kind of did it all. Um, so that was golf before foreplay, correct? No, it was foreplay. Oh, it was for, b- foreplay before. Frankie. Okay. All right. So, so like yeah. early, early days. Yeah. Just trend rigs, like shooting the shit. So, yeah. So that's, yeah, there is very funny. It's been a grind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Here's a good one for you. What's it like? I mean, so many people definitely ask you what it's like to work with Dave, but like a Dave Portnoy will never be replicated. Like he is just him. And I don't think it can be done the same way. It can never be again, but what's it like to work for Erica? Like Eric is awesome. So I'm like, I've said a million times, like how blessed I am on this podcast, but it's true. Like yeah. it's incredible having two people be so supportive, like no matter what I come to them with, they're both, you know, right there giving me whatever. And it's, we've gotten bigger. Like we're a 300 um, person company now. I think I was like the 52nd employee. Um, so it's been a little different of a dynamic with Erica because we've just grown so much. Um, but we have a close knit uh, relationship. And so for me, as a woman at Barstool, having a woman CEO has been awesome. Yeah. Like being able to talk to her about whatever and just feeling comfortable uh, with her has been great. It's so like, it's really like two, two parents that are like, very like, different, <laughs> different, but like, together and like supportive and all this stuff. So it, it's, it's been awesome. She's awesome. And her and Dave are great. I can't say enough good things about them and what yeah. they've done for me. So, like, I, I want to keep this about you, but one Dave Portnoy question for you. Is he the yeah. same all the time? Because he just seems like the kind of person that, like, on <laughs> camera, off camera, that's just Dave, right? Like, it, it, enough of his life is, like, on camera that I think, like, at a certain point, it would he would waver if it wasn't. I think there is a difference between Dave Portnoy, the person, and El Presidente. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, he's the same person. And, like... He's the bluntest person I've ever met. Like, yeah. uh, like he will tell it to you, like how he's going to tell it to you. And I think that's one of the biggest things I respect from him is because he's going to tell you how he feels, how he feels. Like I never have to wonder where I am with Dave because he's going to let you know. So I think that's one of my favorite things. And he's like, obviously being part of team Portnoy, I have a different relationship yeah. with yeah. Dave than most people. 
um, in the office, but I can't say enough good things about him and what he's done for my career. Um, yeah, you're like one of the only people I feel like I've never heard him say a bad thing about publicly. Right. So, like, it's kind of, <laughs> you, I mean, you do like, like my relationship with Dave and other people's relationship. Yeah. With Dave, so, <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely, I mean, yeah, definitely a good one. Let's get into some Bruins stuff. So, our last podcast, we talked about kind of the Bruins struggles of late, but the last two games have kind of turned it around. Played good against um, the Penguins, and they played good last night against the Blues. How do you feel like with the recent stretch? Are you just are you chalking it up to injuries more or less? Totally. I'm very much get me to the playoffs. Like you're yeah. gonna play a good team regardless. You know, health is wealth. Like I I don't wanna limp into the playoffs. I'd like to ever I'd like everyone to get healthy and be okay. Um, and it sounds like Pasternak and Lindholm skated today. Yep. So hopefully, you know, hopefully they'll be back and and okay. But yeah, I, I chalk a lot of it up to to it's the end of the season like guys are dealing with something um i'm pretty much like pretty much focused on the playoffs like you're gonna play a good team you know it's it's not like other years where it's like all right well if we get these this amount of points we'll play we'll have a better path in the playoffs play this team whatnot like you're gonna play a really fucking good team and so right like it's nuts like this this playoff year is gonna be insane so was that brings to our next question? What is like your uh, your Bruins playoff outlook? I feel it's weird because they're they're kind of like they're not like the top dog. So like I feel like the pressure is off them, which I love. I think that's awesome where they can just go in and, and kind of slide under the radar a little bit. Um, it kind of go it kind of goes down to goaltending. Like is Jeremy Swayman like if, is this his net A and B like? You know, can he pull like a Jordan Bennington? I think goaltending in the playoffs is super important, and we kind of don't know like where where they're at. And I know Omar's been out, and he's had a good run lately. Uh, Swayman got the win in St. Louis, has been kind of shaky. So that's like my number one worry going in. Um, but I feel pretty good in the sense of they have playoff experience. Like you know, Marsh and Bergeron are going to lead them. So uh, it's more about the health for me, and I think. You know, I think they can do some damage in the playoffs. I really do. So one thing we talked about in depth last week was who would you want to play in the first round? New York, Carolina, Florida, or Toronto? Who would be the one team that you'd want to see us match up with? I think we could I... play the two right now. Wait, I think, we could play anyone, I think. At yeah, this you point. can really, I mean, you can like, play anyone. Um, I would like to play the Leafs just to That's what I, said. That. Uh, <laughs> I think anytime they play the Leafs and then they can um, get them out of the playoffs is, is always special. That's but real. it looks like, I don't know, maybe Carolina, I would say. They've had the Bruins number this season, but I think in the playoffs, the Bruins have gotten the better of them the last couple of years. Um but like I said, any team you play is going to be a tough matchup. But I think I would I lean Carolina versus anyone else. Panthers are a wagon, but they're also unproven in the playoffs. So anything can happen in the playoffs, and it's scary to kind of think about. Um, yeah, it is. yeah, I, yeah. I, I there's think no I'm more like there's no more as it's been for so long for like us Bruins fans. Like ah, oh, we're gonna roll through them. We're gonna roll through them. It's like eh, we're gonna have to fight and claw to get through these playoffs. Do I think the Bruins can do it? Yeah, I think our roster is as good as anyone else's when healthy. 
but I have the same questions that you do. It's goaltending. It's can it hold up? And I'm a big Jeremy Swayman fan. I think long-term Swayman is going to be a stud for the Bruins. Is it a little soon? Probably. I don't know. We're going to find out, right? I guess none of us. us, That's the scary part. It's like, we've known Tuka Rask is elite for so long. It's like, we've had Tuka for so long. We've been like so blessed by Tuka. Now, now it's not. That kind of brings us into like, it's like, yeah, we will, we will, we will find out shortly what he is made of. Exactly. And that's what it is. It's like, it's do or die in the playoffs and we'll find out if we do or we die. Um, How does the thought of Patrice Bergeron possibly retiring soon make you feel? I had to ask this one to you. I had to, because I know I had, you know, if the Bruins won the cup and he wanted to ride off in the sunset, I'd be like, you know what? You fucking deserve it. Go off in the sunset. Um, anything short of that, I would be devastated and heartbroken. Um, yeah. Whenever it happens, I'll be devastated and heartbroken. I it's it's very curious because he's had such an amazing year, especially at 36. That you know maybe 37 doesn't sound too bad. Do another Ooh. year. So it's a good number. It's so interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting, and and I think it really boils down to what happens in the playoffs, but. He has nothing left to prove, so I'm not gonna harp on him if he wants to retire. Like no Bruins fan. Yeah, he's done it all here. Um, so I'm really interested to see, you know, when that decision comes. But yeah, I will be devastated. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, I I I will cry a lot of tears. I I still remember like I went to his a thousandth game ceremony against the Kings. And I was just sitting there with my now fiance and I was just sitting there with like a tear running down my face. And I was like, Oh my God, I was like, I can't believe I'm crying right now. But it's just like, cause I felt like we were like, it was like a moment where we start to inch closer to the end of the player that literally Bergeron's been on the Bruins for what now? How many years is it? 18. 18 yeah, seasons. 18, yeah. All right. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm 25. Like Bergeron's been on the Bruins like my whole life pretty much. It's like ridiculous. Like I'm like I don't. And I don't you even kind like of want the taste of it with Chara and Krejci leaving, yep. but you yep. know it's gonna it's gonna hurt the heart even more when Bergeron. It's gonna leaves, hurt like. a lot more when Bergeron leaves than them. And I would love Chara. I loved Krejci. I loved Suka, but Bergeron and Marshy have been like my guys. You know what I mean? So like I, that's where it's kind of just like uh, I, I hate even thinking about it. I really do. Why would you Here's bring a- that up? I, I had to like I had to, I mean I just wanted to kind of like everything was too positive we we're having too much fun I want to bring it down I'll, I'll kick something back up for you how the hell are you so fucking good at gifts like how do you get gifts out just instantly in the game like how well, how that's what's like do you have a team of like 30 butter. children somewhere like doing this and just firing yeah, up gifts it would make my life easier if that was yeah nice. Um, I am just like, I, I have taught myself everything I know. Like I, um, I took like a, com- a couple computer classes at uh, a community college uh, back in Connecticut. But for the most part, like Google and YouTube is your friend. Like you can learn anything on YouTube. Um, so, so it's really been a process over the last six years of just me learning how to do shit. Um, video editing, making GIFs, like doing stupid Photoshops, like all of that has been a process of YouTube and Google. And I think people don't like, you can Google anything and learn anything. So yeah, that's, I, I just get on like, uh, watch ESPN, whatever, and just do my little screen recording and make, make the GIFs. And it's been my bread and butter for the last, I don't know, six, seven years. 
Yeah, I mean they're awesome. So that was, and then I have one one last question for you before we let you go. We appreciate your time so much. Thank you for coming on. This is a lot of fun. I guess it was when can we expect the ne- next episode of Marines Morning Skate, which is kind of up in the air. I know that, but uh, definitely before the playoffs. I will always right. do a preview before the playoffs, probably with Ty. Uh, I might get uh, Grinelli and RA in on the action with that as well. Awesome. But definitely, definitely, definitely before the playoffs. Awesome, because I want to make sure we share that out from all of our socials. And I just want to say thank you. I don't know if you remember this at all or like saw it in our DMs when I asked you to come on the pod. I totally won your jersey giveaway when you started Marina's Morning Skate. Oh, no shit. I didn't yeah. scroll up. No. Yeah. So, like, I, I had won your jersey giveaway you did. The McAvoy jersey. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. My fiance wears it to every single Bruins game. She took it from me. <laughs> it became hers. But I appreciate that so much, and I appreciate your time. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. on. I appreciate you guys having me on, and anytime, you know, just hit me up. So, this has been a blast. Awesome. We'd love to have Thank you on you. again. Thank Is there you. anything you want to anything you want to plug before we wrap up? Nope. You can just follow me on Twitter at Marina K Mar, Instagram, all that jazz. Follow my blog, Sparsel Sports. Um, I'm just psyched for the playoffs, and we got it going in two weeks, so it's time to get war ready, pretty much. Awesome. I love it. Thank you. All right, and now we're back. That was that was honestly great. We had so much fun with that. Um, and just remember, guys, like everything we're doing here is brought to us with Inside the Rink. If you guys want to check out all of our content Inside the Rink, it's all there. All Kevin's writing news for the whole NHL is on Inside the Rink. So thank you so much for them to give us this platform to allow us to get great interviews like this. And again, thank you so much for Marina for coming on and doing this interview with us. It was honestly, it was awesome. As someone for me who has been a fan of her work for a long time and her podcast, Marina's Morning Skate, it was honestly so cool to get to interview her. And um, also a quick word from our show sponsor, who I'm also thankful that we have and friends of Inside the Rink, BetUS. BetUS has your NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines for up to their 27th year of live betting. Sign up for BetUS.com with promo code RINK for a 125% sign-up bonus. Again, use promo code RINK for your 125% sign-up bonus. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. BetUS, you bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Kev, any last words for our listeners? The merch, guys. The, the merch. The merch. Yeah. Kev, talk about the merch. So, if you guys like our logo, it's a pretty fire logo. You want to represent the Keeler Duck Boats? We got it all over at Inside the Rink. We got t-shirts. We got uh, sweatshirts. And we have a lot more coming our way. Yeah, that's Jake, all we have right now. <laughs> that's, that's all we, we have. have. But we got more coming. And always send us ideas of what you guys think you want for merch. And we'll try to make it happen. Uh, we will make it happen. Whatever you guys want with our logo on it, let either one of us know or just DM Q the Duck Boats with a Z on Twitter and we will let you know. Um, thank you guys so much. And we're going to get things rolling into next week. We, um, sh- we're, we're looking to get another big guest on within the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. And we're really just getting things started here. The Duck Boats are moving on up. Right. Tune them up for the playoffs. Yep. And playoff episodes are coming soon. Go Bruins. Mm-hmm.